Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of Katie's Christmas Movie Countdown. Today, I watched Noel, which is a Disney Plus original that came out on the day Disney Plus dropped, which was last month, the 12th of November, 2019. Now, this movie, you can see it right on the home screen for Disney Plus. It has Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, and the cover of it kind of doesn't really set up the movie very well. The cover of the movie has both Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader dressed in Santa Claus's outfit, like they have the big red coat and the hat, and the tagline for it is, Saving Christmas Together? Oh joy. So it's kind of confusing because if you if you just are basing your wanting to watch it on the cover of the movie, it kind of seems like they're gonna fall in love or, you know, they don't like each other, but somehow they're gonna like fix Christmas together. And it doesn't really set up what the plot really is until you click into the movie and actually read the synopsis of the movie. The synopsis of the movie that Disney Plus gives you is basically that Noelle is the daughter of Santa and she has to help her brother Nick save Christmas. That's the general plot that the little Disney Plus thing will tell you. It starts with Santa coming back um, one Christmas Eve when the two kids, Noelle and Nick, brother and sister, are young. They're probably 10, maybe 12. And basically, Santa hands Nick a Santa hat. He gives Nick a Santa hat for Christmas and says, it's time for you to start training to become the new Santa Claus because someday he you're going to have to take over the family business. Okay, sure, why not? And then Noelle gets her gift and she's kind of disappointed and, you know, really wants to be a part of the family tradition. She wants to help make Christmas special for everyone in the world. She wants to be, I don't think she wants to be Santa, but you can see that she's just really disappointed that she doesn't get to be as involved in Christmas as her brother Nick is going to get to be. And then, you know, dad gives her a pep talk like, oh, you know, well, your job as his sister is going to be to lift him up to make sure that he never loses sight of why Christmas is important and what you have, to, what he has to do to become Santa and how important all the things that Santa does are to the rest of the world. And she's like, all right, sure, why not? I'll do that. Uh, then the movie fast forwards, it jumps uh, up, I don't know, maybe 20 years, and they're now adults. Santa, the dad, has just died like a few months prior, and now Nick is trying to prepare for his first Christmas, and he is freaking out. He is not good at driving the sleigh. He's not good at going down chimneys. He can't tell whether kids are naughty or nice. He's trying to, like, figure out the list and... You know, he's trying to do all the things that Santa is supposed to do and none of it is coming easy to him like he's like it should. He should know all these languages and be able to understand all these kids and be able to pick out who's naughty and nice. And it's just he's really having a hard time. And Noelle is trying her hardest to do, I don't know, to do everything she can to make him feel better and to become the Santa Claus that she knows that her brother can be. Which is funny, uh, right when it opens on Noelle, she's making a Christmas card, and it's this super elaborate, like, pop-up Christmas card. And she's kind of singing a song and talking in this really soft voice, and immediately, like, I watch kids for a living, so immediately all I can think of is Princess Poppy from Trolls, because she voiced the character Princess Poppy from Trolls, who is famous in the movie, or in the Trolls movie, for making, you know, just tons of elaborate cards to celebrate any and everything like oh I you know I wish you have a happy hug and then she gives them a card and I hope you had a happy I don't know got a happy toy today and it's 
Poppy is just over the top with these elaborate cards and scrapbooking, and it definitely seems that Noelle, or Anna Kendrick's character in this movie, Noelle, is exactly the same as her character from Trolls. So I found this movie right from the start, uh, in that little beginning part when Santa comes home to the kids and Noelle starts talking about how she wants to be more involved in Christmas. I predicted what was gonna happen immediately from there. Um, if you are interested in seeing this movie and you don't want it spoiled for you, I recommend you stop listening right now because I'm about to spoil like the, what eventually happens. So definitely stop listening and you know go watch this movie and then come back. So like Noelle wanted to be more involved in Christmas, while she's trying to help Nick get more acquainted with being Santa, he talks to her and he tells her that he's really overwhelmed and he doesn't feel like he can do it and he's just freaking out. And she suggests that he, you know, take a break, go take a weekend, you know, take the sled, fly, you know, go take a break, find somewhere sunny and relax for a couple of days and then come right back. Well, he does just that, and instead of relaxing for a couple of days, he just up and leaves with no note, no plan to come back, no idea where he went, and everyone in the Christmas village in, in the North Pole blames Noelle. They find out that she suggested that he take a small break, and they just hate on her relentlessly. Even her own mom, Mrs. Claus, is just like, how dare you? Why would you tell him that? Why would he do that? Your job is to uplift him and all this stuff. And it's really ridiculous. So Noelle finds a clue as to where her brother is going to be and she heads to Phoenix, Arizona to find her brother and get him back in time to do Christmas right. And, you know, she meets all these cool people along the way and she helps them out. As she's going through Phoenix searching for her brother, she meets people, she meets some kids in a homeless shelter and learns that she knows how to speak American Sign Language, which she has never learned. She just automatically knows it. Um, there's a scene later where she knows how to speak Indian and or Hindu I guess and she just she knows exactly what the kid is saying and explains it. There's subtle moments as the movie is going along where she starts to realize that she has acquired at least some of uh, her dad's powers like I think she assumes that they just kind of translated to her. Like Nick still has them, but she just got a little bit of the like side powers or whatever. So she can tell uh, what kids want for Christmas. She like knows their deepest wish and she can understand some of the languages. So she's traveling all around Phoenix, trying to find her brother. She hires a private investigator and helps him out with his kid and their Christmas. And he helps her find her brother, Nick. She explains the situation, you know, Nick is reluctant to go back to the North Pole, so he says no. Then she tries one last ditch effort to get him to come, and he agrees that he'll try, so he sits and be, tries to be a mall Santa, and then she gets arrested. Like, chaos ensues, basically. She gets arrested, she's stuck in a um, hospital under psych evaluation. Well, Nick basically sees during this whole time that she's supposed to be Santa. He can see that she knows whether kids have been naughty or nice. He can tell that she knows, or he sees that she knows all these languages that he never knew. He can see that she has the Santa twinkle, and he just doesn't. So he decides, with the help of one of her friends, uh, the private detective guy, and their nanny elf that came with them, that he's going to help her, and they're going to go back to the North Pole. So they go back to the North Pole, and everyone's super excited that Santa's back. 
Well, he gives up and gives a speech, and he's like, you know, North Pole finally has a Santa. Everybody cheers. And he goes, and it's my sister, Noelle. And everyone's like, what? Santa can't be a girl? Heck no. And all the girl elves are like, are you freaking kidding me? How dare you? It's funny. All the eye rolls are pretty great. So everyone's freaking out, you know, how can a woman be Santa? And then the group of elder elves that are in charge of everyone read through their little manual really quick and find that it never says that that Santa has to be a man and basically are okay with Noelle being the Santa Claus, except they ask her, what is the meaning of Christmas? Or what does Christmas mean to you? And she gives this beautifully moving speech, which I am not even going to try to reiterate, but watch the movie, you'll get it. And basically, it makes all the elves cry. It made me cry. And everyone is like, yay, she's Santa. She's going to be great. So, you know, the next day is Christmas Eve, and she gets in the sleigh and does the whole thing. She's going all around, and she's in this giant coat. She's in her dad's coat, which does not fit her, because the whole thing in this movie is that the suit and the hat will fit you when you fit the role of Santa basically so it'll fit when you feel like you are actually Santa and she's having all these self-doubt like I don't know if I can do it you know yes I can understand a couple of things about being Santa but I you know I'm really nervous about filling my dad's shoes and she goes through delivers a bunch of things gets caught by a whole bunch of kids um, kind of just, you know, brushes it off. She's feeling really down on herself. Then she gets to the homeless shelter that she had been in previously. And there's a deaf girl who she spoke to the first time and told her her Christmas wish, which was the first time she realized that she knew American Sign Language. This girl wakes up, um, and all the other people, because she made, like, a loud noise. All the people in the homeless shelter wake up, and she's speaking with the girl in sign language, and the girl says, Merry Christmas, Santa. And it just like breaks Anna Kendrick, or not Anna, it breaks Noelle down. Like Noelle starts to tear up and she's like, thank you, I really needed that. I needed to know, I needed someone to see me as Santa Claus, basically. I needed to know that I am gonna be able to do this. And all the other kids, like she's saying all of this in sign language, so nobody else there besides the deaf girl's mom can really understand what's happening. But all the other kids and grownups in the in the shelter all start saying, Merry Christmas, Santa, Merry Christmas, Santa. And she just gets super overwhelmed and says, thank you, thank you, I needed that, I needed that. And then walks away in her big suit. And as she's walking down the hall, you know, the Christmas magic happens and the suit fits her magic. Like, it shrinks down to her size. And she's finally Santa. And then she finishes her route and gets back to the North Pole and you know she saved the day everything is all better and Christmas can continue on and she's crushing it as Santa her brother is crushing it as what her hype guy basically um and all the other characters just kind of everyone falls into place you know basic Christmas movie stuff everybody gets their happy ending in a Christmas movie all the weird family drama that everyone's suffering from typically ends up right you know santa fixes it with his or with her magic and all that stuff so that's the whole movie that's everything that happens i will say it was very predictable to me as soon as santa or as soon as noelle told her dad santa that she wanted to be more involved in christmas and she was kind of disappointed or she looked sad that her brother had gotten the hat and he was going to be santa 
and she realized that she wasn't going to be. I could feel that that's where this movie was going. Like, at the end of this movie, that girl's going to be Santa. I don't know in what capacity or how, but somehow she's going to take over the role of Santa. That's definitely what's going to happen. I will say this movie has a, a pretty good cast. Anna Kendrick uh, crushes it. You know, she's basically the same character in every movie. Well, I guess not really. In Pitch Perfect, she was kind of broody and moody. But in this one, she's very peppy and happy and full of Christmas cheer and very similar to her character in Trolls. Poppy, you know, is always optimistic and super happy and like, we're going to do this. We're going to win. Then there's Bill Hader, who is her brother Nick. And he's just kind of, it's not that he doesn't fit in in the North Pole. It's just that I don't think he was ever wanting to be Santa and he was just, you know, that pressure of fulfilling your family's whatever that you have to do, you know. I feel like that that was his whole character's journey. He didn't want all that pressure of following in his dad's footsteps and in the end he got what he wanted basically. He didn't have to be Santa and everything was happy for him. Uh, They do have a cousin in the film named Gabe Kringle and he is the head of tech for the North Pole, for all the elves in the North Pole. It's played by Billy Eichner. He's not super funny, like in most things that Billy Eichner is in, he's always like super duper funny, but I guess when you're sharing the screen with Bill Hader, it's kind of hard to be the funny one. And Anna Kendrick, like they're both goofballs, so it's really hard to be the more funny one, I guess. So this role for Billy Eichner is a little more serious, but uh, he does a good job at playing like a tech nerd, He is constantly, you know, renovating the sleigh and doing all this stuff. You know, they have it in a lot of the newer Santa movies. Um, There's always, like, one elf who's in charge of, like, security, making sure that Santa can get through, you know, wires and around dogs and all these things. And that was Billy Eichner's job until... Nick basically runs away from his duties and then the council of elder elves chooses him to become the new Santa and he doesn't want to do it either because he's a tech guy like that's never been his thing so he in true tech guy fashion he creates an algorithm to figure out the list to figure out who's naughty or nice and he figures out that only like 2,000 some odd kids are nice are on the nice list this year And all the other elves are just like, what the fuck, man? You can't do that. We can't do it that way. And he's just very much like leaning into the tech side of it. Well, the algorithm said this, you know, what if we use drones to deliver the packages? What if we did uh, Amazon Prime? You know, he's trying his hardest to get the Santa thing done while at the same time not having to do it himself. Like he's trying to make it as tech savvy as possible. And that's fine because that's who his character is, but at the same time, all the other elves are like, what the fuck, man, we need real Santa back. So there's his character. Uh, The only other big name that I recognized from the cast is Shirley MacLaine. Everyone should know who Shirley MacLaine is. Um, And she plays the nanny elf to Nick and Noelle. She's been with their family ever since they were born, and she goes on this adventure with Noelle when Noelle goes to Phoenix, Arizona to save her brother Nick. So she kind of serves as like the grandmother figure, I guess you would say. She's kind of helping um, Anna Kendrick's character figure out what to do next and, you know, go on this journey with her while still giving her space to figure out her stuff. I will say this movie is very, very Christmassy. So you know how Disney movies start out and it's like a zoom in on the castle and it plays When You Wish Upon a Star and then the, you know, the little star goes around, goes over the castle and the train goes around and all that. 
Well, this movie um, is Christmas time at Disney, basically. So rather than seeing the star and all of that, they have a like a jingly. You can hear jingle bells in the background. They're playing When You Wish Upon a Star. And snow is falling on the castle. And like a CGI Santa, Santa sleigh is flying around, like flies past the castle. And it's really, really cute. And I hope that they continue to do that on all the rest of their Christmas movies from here on out because that is pretty awesome. Um, there is a hidden Mickey right at the very beginning of the movie. They do a zoom of Santa. I don't know if it's, I can't remember if it's the workshop or just their house or whatever, but they zoom in like across the floor up to, I don't know, where Santa is. And the tile on the ground, there's a big Mickey Mouse like on one of the tiles. So that was pretty funny. They do have other, one other reference that I've noticed very clearly to Disney. So when they show um, the North Pole, they have all these little uh, shops and stuff, of course, because it's like a little village. And one of the villages is called the Elfporium. And that's, you know, supposed to be, supposed to allude to the Emporium at Disneyland, which is like the store in Disneyland that sells everything. It's right on Main Street. Anything that you saw in the park that wasn't super specialized, like to one specific ride, and it's just basic Disney gear, you can find it at the Emporium. They have tons of pins, they have tons of, you know, shirts and clothes and all sorts of things, and they alluded to that in this movie with the Elfporium. They did have a running joke in the movie as Santa is going down the list, and as uh, well, not as Santa is going down the list, as Nick is going down the list and as Noel goes down the list, that every single kid wants an iPad, which is pretty funny and pretty true. Like if you talk to any kids now, they're like, I want a tablet. I want an iPad. I want a, you know, I want a video game. It's all pretty much technology based. But the running joke here, they definitely kept it going through the entire movie. It was like, oh, I want, you know, I want my mom to get a job and an iPad. I want my dad to learn how to cook and an iPad. I want this and I want that and an iPad. And it's pretty funny. I will say this movie is super, super punny. The entire thing is super punny. So if you have a problem with puns, this specific movie is definitely not for you. I loved it. It was cheesy and hilarious. And I know a couple of friends, shout out Ryan, you're definitely gonna like this movie because of how many puns they just threw in. They had Christmas puns, they had Disney, like kind of Disney aimed puns. They had all sorts of stuff. It was pretty freaking funny. So now to the normal questions um, that I would give to any other guests that we have on the show, but today it's just me. So favorite and least favorite character. My favorite character of this movie is definitely Noelle. She is peppy almost the entire time, like 95% of the movie. And she definitely give, like makes you feel Christmassy. I will say I noticed a lot in this movie that it is like someone, like Disney just took the Santa Claus movie that we watched the other day with Tim Allen and crossed it with Elf starring Will Ferrell. It's very much like an elf coming. Noelle has a lot of experiences when she's in Phoenix that resemble what Buddy the Elf goes through in Elf. She doesn't know how to use money. She's confused by the food, by the weather, by all sorts of things that are happening. She dresses like an elf in her elf outfit the entire time. It had a lot of parallels to the movie Elf. 
And then the replacement Santa thing definitely had the parallels to the Santa Claus movie. So just imagine those two. If you like both of those movies, you're probably going to like this one because it's like those two movies just had a baby. And instead of Santa being a boy, Santa is a girl. So if you're super uh, anti-feminism or anti-women or whatever and don't like the idea of having a female Santa, don't watch this movie. Don't tweet at me. I don't care about your opinion. You're garbage. Just deal with this. <laughs> deal with Santa being a woman for once. All right. Okay. Uh, my least favorite character in this movie was Mrs. Claus. So Mrs. Claus at the very beginning when the kids are little, she seems normal. She's like a Mrs. Claus character that you see in every other movie. You know, she's doting over her husband and she's taking care of the kids and whatever. But then when the kids are grown up and Nick is struggling to deal with the fact that he's gonna be Santa, she's constantly pushing him. Like, you have to do this, you have to do that. There's 2,000 years of tradition and blah, blah, blah. You have to do this, you have to do that. She's literally pushing him the whole time and it just isn't helping his situation, helping him feel better. And while she's pushing him to continue to on this path of being Santa, she's pushing Noel away. You know, like, not, she's not pushing Noel away, I guess. She's just being rude to Noel because who even knows why? I don't know. She's just mean to Noel. And then when Nick leaves and Nick's like, nah, fuck this. I can't be Santa deuces. She really lays into Noel. She finds out that Noel was the one who did it, like who suggested that Nick take a small vacation. And she lays into Noel like, it's your fault. You know, you've ruined Christmas. You're blah, blah, blah. You were supposed to be the one that was going to help him, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, chill out, bitch. Like, you could have been a better mom and not forced him to do all this shit that he clearly didn't want to do. You could have helped him. Not, It's not all on Anna Kendrick's character. So I did not like the Mrs. Claus in this movie. My favorite scene in this movie has got to be the shelter, the homeless shelter on Christmas Eve night um, when all the kids and all the parents are saying, you know, Merry Christmas Santa to Noel and really bring her into this like really into the role of Santa completely into the role of Santa and make her comfortable being Santa from what she all she was feeling that was definitely my favorite scene as for the music in this movie the classical tracks in this film the backing tracks that you hear through the whole thing is definitely Christmassy there were jingle bells through almost everything I maybe in a couple of the scenes in Phoenix there weren't I didn't really rec like notice any of the music that was happening while they were in the phoenix part of the movie but for sure the entire time they were in the north pole or they were in the sleigh or whatever there was definitely jingle bell jingle bells in the music that was happening the theme song for this movie is uh, a newer version of the song this christmas which is typically sung by a man and is actually sung by a female in this version which you know parallels to the movie Santa's usually a man, Noel is a woman, wah wah, it's pretty cool. And there is a really cool thing in this movie that I haven't seen in any other Christmas movies, at least not yet, that I can think of right off the top of my head. In the North Pole, there is a small elf choir, I think it's only five or six elves, um, but there's a small elf choir that follows Santa around, or follows the Kringles around, I guess, not necessarily just Santa. And they sing about what's happening to the tune of Christmas songs. And they are fucking funny. So they just are singing, 
you know, like J- Jingle Bells to the tune of Jingle Bells, but basically explaining the plot that, you know, Nick sucks at going down the chimney or, you know, it's really funny. Um, and I definitely really appreciated that as just musical humor, you know. It's always good when they can put in some funny stuff in a movie without trying too hard. And I definitely feel like the choir, the little elf choir, didn't was perfect. For feels, like I mentioned before, there is a couple of uh, spots with feels. The homeless shelter at Christmas was definitely um, big feels when Noel steps into being Santa f- or feels right at home being Santa. That one's really good. And then the first moment in the movie with um, feels is her speech about the meaning of Christmas when the Council of Elder Elves make her explain what the meaning of Christmas is. That is definitely a lot of feels. I was like crying. She was all emotional. I was really crying. It was cute. As for memories associated with this film, you know, it just came out a month ago on Disney Plus, so I don't have any <laughs> memories associated. This is the first time I watched it. Um, maybe in the future that I will have memories attached to this film. Um, if you know, I'm going to try and show it to a whole bunch of people. So hopefully you enjoy this film. If you end up watching it, it is really, really cute and really punny, but very, very Christmassy. It's perfect for families. Um, there's, you know, there's, it's a Christmas movie and it's by Disney. So there's no bad language. There's no, you know, there's no nudity. There's no nothing. There's, they barely skim the surface on really any adult topics in this like or super adult topics in this film there is um a little bit about divorce and there's a you know there's stuff about homelessness and both of those are big topics but i don't think anything too big that you know little kids could couldn't handle or would even necessarily notice in a film like this they would just see you know oh the the christmas spirit and all of that aside from everything that i've already said i will say this film has uh, the reindeer do play an important part in this film, you know, Christmas film. They are CGI, I think. I'm pretty sure they're all CGI in this film. And sometimes the CGI is kind of wonky when they're flying in the air. When the sleigh is flying, they're a little wonky. But when they are up close, when they're just standing on the ground, um, there's they're just fine. Um, there is a cute little um reindeer he's all white his name is snow cone and he's like one of anna kendrick's best friends and he ends up being kind of the rudolph of the story he ends she ends up letting him lead the sleigh at the end and it's pretty freaking cute yeah so i give this movie let's say a seven it's not the greatest christmas movie i've ever seen it is kind of campy but it has all of those elements that you are looking for for a holiday like family film It's got, you know, funny stuff for kids, funny things for parents. It's got a solid cast. It's got good music. I definitely recommend this film and you should definitely watch it. All right. After you watch this film, you should go follow us on Twitter at AllentownPod. You should send us an email if you have any recommendations or tweet at us. That's fine. But you can email us at allentownpresents at gmail.com you can find us on spotify and itunes and google play and himalaya and deezer and libsyn and all sorts of other places basically everywhere that you could possibly listen to a podcast i can't wait to share with you the next christmas movie on our list so see you tomorrow and goodbye